This episode of Comments from the Peanut Gallery is brought to you in part by Playmakers Game Breakers Academy. PMGB is a project that's been spearheaded by former Denver Bronco Chase Vaughn, and what PMGB provides is players of all levels, individual and group position-specific training by current and former pros and former college standouts. It also provides scouts of all levels, observation of prospects in a non-game setting, film, one-on-ones, and seven-on-seven events. For all the strength, agility, speed, and training, there's a direct link that's provided or a fee that's provided to Whitney Wright at Landau Performance. So make sure that you give them a look at pmgbacademy.com. Also, one thing I want to shout out or at least make note of, the Colorado real estate market has been insane lately. If you're in the Denver Springs or Pueblo market and you're wondering how much your property would sell for within the current scheme of things, call or text my buddy Deontay Smith with Keller Williams Realty for a free estimate at 719-369-4563. And you know something else? If you're paying more than a thousand bucks a month in rent and you have at least a 620 credit score, Stop what you're doing immediately. Give my boy Deontay with Keller Williams a call at 719-369-4563 because owning your dream home could be very well a reality. And we're live. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jordan Kurtz with the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. I'm here with a fucking killer right now. He just put the 145 division on notice last week at the Paramount MMA Contenders card. Mr. George Tony, how you doing today, man? Doing fantastic. Uh, pleasure to be back on the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, thanks for uh, coming back on. One of our first guests that we had on the show a few weeks back. Jordan, you put on one hell of a performance the other night. Uh, yeah, thanks, you know, um, I, uh, I came out with the, uh, the idea to just really make a statement on that kid, um, you know, I fought him years ago in a Muay Thai fight, and then, uh, he missed weight by four pounds, and, uh, you know, even when I got the fight, I was just thinking, this guy's not on my level, he doesn't belong in there with me, I was surprised he took the fight in the first place, you know, and then, I just really wanted to let people know that, uh, you know, I'm serious about this and, uh, you know, I plan to be at the highest level real soon. So, you know, I'm done, you know, fucking around with these, uh, these local cats who are pretending at being a pro, you know, I want to, I want to get in there with the best and show them that I'm, I belong there, you know. Well, you keep on having performances like you did the other night. You're definitely going to be fast tracked on that high arc of success there. First round finish. Now it was it was a choke, but you got credited with a knockout. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was just a mistake with the announcing or whatever. I mean, he went to sleep because he didn't tap. I had him in a rear naked, which is silly. Like if you're not going to tap to that, you're going to sleep every time. So I mean, but anyway, yeah, he went unconscious. So I don't know. They announced it as a knockout, which is cool. Um, if it's on my record as a KO, you know, I'll take it. You know? <laughs> Either way, it's the <laughs> yeah. finish, right? Exactly, yeah. No, so. Finishes uh, finishes help promote you to those bigger cards, keeping on going along with the, with the up and up there. Yeah, yeah. So describe what it was like. You know, this is your first time back in the cage after a little bit of time off. What, what was the feeling coming up to it? Um, It's funny because I was thinking a lot about that, like... Uh, 
I get really nervous for fights where I know I should win. You know, um, like, I don't know, I guess, like, when when I'm the favorite, you know, there's the more pressure there to be, like, yeah, yeah I should win. But, uh, like, I always feel that pressure, like, if I lose to this this chump, you know, what's that do for my record or for my career? And, uh, you know, that's, like, my biggest concern always with those kind of fights. But, uh I don't know. I get in there and whenever they they close the doors, I'm just having fun. You know, I I just love what I do and I love punching dudes and getting punched and you know just scrapping, battling, back and forth. You're definitely a humble guy. You know, and we were talking after your fight the other night, and you know, I, I told you that you looked very very quick out there. You know, said like you were crisp in and out with the combinations in your movement before uh, before you got into the ground and got his back. And you had to say, I just felt normal. Like, you humble motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am always interested to hear what people think about, like, how I looked in the cage. But, yeah, I mean, it just, it's it's everyday life for me, you know. It just it feels regular, and uh, I, do, I do like hearing, you know, that, you know, I look crisp or fresh or whatever, you know. That means I'm doing, to me, that means I'm doing my weight cut correctly and, you know. Uh, refueling correctly and being prepared to be in that cage like a pro should be you know so uh you know it's all those little things that make a fighter great in my mind and uh you know that's what I'm trying to do be great definitely and you know just to kind of add to that dedication and your uh, your I guess intensity or passion for your craft you didn't want to go out and celebrate that night after the win you wanted to go to practice the next morning and get some more work in. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, a one-minute fight didn't really, like... Like, I didn't sleep that night because I didn't get any of my adrenaline out, you know. Like, a one-minute fight, all you do is build up adrenaline, and then, you know, it's it was four months in between fights, and it was basically like I signed for that fight right away, so it was four months of camp, pretty much, and then, uh, you know, a one-minute fight, you know, you're like, damn it. <laughs> I need some more, so, yeah, and then I'm not a huge party guy anyway, but, uh, so yeah, I just went home that night, came and did, uh, you know, some rolling and jujitsu the next morning, and then, the, you know, it was St. Patrick's Day that day, so I, I had some beers and some pizzas and hamburgers that day, so I, I lived it up a little bit the next day, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just at that point in my career right now where, you know the focus I have to be laser focused because um, you know the next opportunity is right around the corner always like it's it could always be tomorrow that you know I get news that I have a short notice fight and uh, I need to be ready so I really don't want to miss that opportunity I've seen it slip uh, through other guys hands before and I've seen it you know already actually passed by me a time or two when I wasn't you know, low enough on weight or whatever, so they gave it to another 45er on my team who was ready to go, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I just really want to be ready for what's coming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, it seems like you, you've got your mind right at this point to where you're not letting the time off in between, let the walking around weight get too high on you, so that's definitely a kudos to you there, keeping in shape and ready to go for any of those, any of those bouts. That, that being said... What's on the you know what's on the horizon for you? What's next? Um, I was talking to my manager this morning actually, and uh, 
he was saying he's uh, pushing to get me on an LFA card. I know there's one in uh, Vail in May. Um, and then there's a card in Pueblo around that same time. Um, and, you know, I always do good on Pueblo cards because I can sell tickets because that's my hometown. Um, so, you know, either one of those would be a great option. and They're right around the corner, so it would be a good, fast turnaround, which is what I'm looking for. Um, you know, I'm trying to get three or four more fights this year is the plan, you know, to just keep stacking those wins up and, uh, you know, get a decent-looking pro record. Absolutely. You know, with with uh, with this last fight, you definitely had the opportunity with a little bit more media, you know, shout-out to the final bell, saw the post-fight interview that you had with them. You've got a couple of sponsors out there. Would you like to give them a shout yeah, I mean, well, I've had my sponsor, Turp House, for the last, um, you know, two fights. They've been with me. They're pretty much my first actual sponsor. And uh, super loyal guys, you know, um, super helpful, great products. You know, I love Turp House. And, uh, you know, they, they got my back, so, you know, I got theirs. You know, I do want to shout out. You know, a couple people, my chiropractor, uh, Chase Malloyt, has been uh, hooking me up really well with, uh, you know, a lot of care. Uh, I just went and saw him today, too, for a little, you know, repair after the fight. But, uh, yeah, Chase Chiropractor, chiropractic over in Inglewood, doing great stuff out there. Um, You know, and then I got to give a big thank you to, to you, you know, coming out to my fight. You know, helping me uh, push the brand a little bit, all that stuff. So, you know, and then uh, always performance MMA has my back. You know, I do a little bit of work for them when I can, and, uh, you know, they help me out. And then you know, always, always got to lift up Factory X. That's my home. You know, I, I was super fortunate to fall into this gym, uh, you know, about six years ago. And, uh, you know, I'm just so lucky to be here, so happy, and uh, they've really just changed my life being here. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a place to call home, a new gym, come check out Factory X. You'll be real happy about it. You know, you guys as a team put on an absolute clinic the other night, six or seven on the night. What's it like being a part of a team that can, you know, just say that one through, you know, one across the board? Any one of you guys are going to bang it out and have a chance to have their hands raised. Uh, that is, that's Factory X. That's our pride, you know. Um, no matter what the occasion, where we're at, what kind of fight, we're going to bring it. Um, you know, we're going to make weight. We're going to be professional. We're going to, we're going to come to scrap and we're going to come to win, and uh, we're going to put on a good fight. So. Um, for me, that's just kind of the lifestyle and the culture here, and uh, you know, I just love seeing uh, my guys have the success that they are having right now because we just we work so hard and we've been working hard for a long time, and uh, you know, I feel like we're just really just knocking at the door to being you know ultra successful, ultra well known, and just. Uh, you know, just abundant in success. So, uh, yeah, I feel like that's right around the corner for us. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm totally loving all of this success and just all the fun we're having over here at, uh, at Factory X. 
That's awesome. You know, shout out to Coach Montoya. That was a long night of a uh, long night of fights for him as well out there yeah. for uh, for you know having seven fighters out there on the card. So definitely shout out to keeping the focus and keeping you guys on on par with your approach there. You know, with you know we we've traded some uh, some pretty crazy stories from a couple of our conversations that you had. You know, you you talked about T.J. Dillashaw the last time that you guys or when he was in camp for the Cody fight. About yeah. the uh, about the head kick, then you get in a little mouse. You had a nice little story about that. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, I could share that. Um, Cody was just you know jumping around gyms and stuff, and uh, training here a little bit with uh, Mark and jumping in some of the classes with the pro fight team. I had the opportunity to uh, drill with them one day, which you know was awesome. Drilling with the former tramp, training for a, a title fight against Cody, and. Uh, you know, so we were in there working, and, uh, you know, he's a little shorter than me, so I was like, I'm going to try to land this head kick. I threw it up there, and uh, I put it on him, and uh, I saw the look in his eye just, like, change to fire, like, <laughs> instantly. It was pretty hilarious. So I was like, all right, here we go. Here he's coming. And, like, the first combo he threw, he caught me with, like, everything. And uh, he hit me right under my left eye, and Almost a big enough cut for some stitches, but not quite. But, it, yeah, I still have, like, a little scar that still is there. And uh, I I always tell people, like, yeah, I got this from the champ. I'm super proud of this scar. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> it's, you know, it's the only scar I've got from a world champ. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, that's that's that story. Uh, it's, it's always fun mixing it up with, you know, the, these vets who just, you know, they'll come into town or they'll be looking for a place to train for a week or two or they know coach and they work with him often and when they're in town they work with him. So, uh, you know, I get a chance every now and then to get some rounds with those guys and, uh, you know, it's it's always just an honor and a, a great experience, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely, I'm sure, you know, I mean, and like you say, how many people out there can, you know, share the story of having a battle score from a world champ? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Anything else out there? You know, you have any other famous battle wounds from a fight to share? You know, I know you've had had some injury. We didn't really go into too much depth about uh, about the arm or anything like that. Anything else you want to share that people might want to know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've 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 had a bunch of crazy you know happenings, injuries before fights. Actually, the first time I, before I fought Trevor Massey, I got a pretty bad injury. Like. Oh, a week before that I fought Trevor on like three weeks notice for a Muay Thai fight we met at a catch weight of uh, 150 but uh, my last sparring session I got head butted in my ear like as we were falling to the ground and my ear filled with blood and like I lost all my equilibrium and I uh, like it was the next round after that like my blood filled up with ear when Nick Honstein took me down my ear filled up with blood, and then I tried to stand up, and I just immediately fell over. And then, uh, like, that was a really crazy injury, just, like, so I had a pretty bad concussion going into that first fight, and I was on, you know, a little bit of wobbly legs going in on a Muay Thai fight. is just a bad idea in the first place, you know. But I was young and stupid, but, uh, you know, crazy stuff like that happens all the time just because it's a crazy sport, you know, we're not trying to hurt each other or anything, but, you know, I'm always either injured or right off an injury going into fights or, 
you know, actually, like, I didn't get hurt at all in my fight. I came into practice, and a black belt was showing me this really cool new jiu-jitsu move he showed me. And uh, I pulled my pack while he was showing it to me. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, great. You know, like, no no injury in a fight, but I get, I learn a move the next day and I get a fight. Like, that's just the nature of this sport. You know, it's just madness. Um, I don't know. Did I ever tell you about how I met Donald Cerrone the first time? Uh, I think you were telling me about that. Is that the shower story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. You mind if I share that oh, one? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, going back to the WEC days, Cerrone was the king, you know, especially in my mind. I love Cerrone. Just the way he fights. He's in your face. Great striking. You know, uh, really good jiu-jitsu on the ground, so well-rounded guy who's just a mean nasty dude so I always looked up to him always loved him um he was fresh off of a win when he was on that like you know four fight winning streak when he was like doing them back to back like you know month after month um <laughs> almost Animal. yeah crazy like almost like week after week it was after one of those fights he uh met one of my buddies who trains on this team uh, from Oklahoma uh, Cortez Coleman, they met out somewhere, forget where, but Cortez said, hey, come down to Factory X, come just train with us. I remember it was a jiu-jitsu night. So uh, Cerrone shows up. He was, it was literally like days after his fight, so he didn't do much training, but he like, he sat there through class and like, you know, shot the shit with us or whatever. And then he hung out after class for a while, but like, I'm always one of those dudes that's kind of tentative to go up to people that I, like, look up to and be like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, like, all nerdy or whatever. So I try to just, like, give them their space. But uh, I do really look up to Donald. Like I, like I said, I love his style, love the way he fights. But uh, I was in the shower after practice. I was one of the last guys showering up, and uh, our showers are tiny. It's a... It's a two-man shower, but it should really just, like, the space is enough for one shower. <laughs> like, it's enough shower space for one, but there's two shower heads in there. So we use them both, but it's, like, it's pretty tight quarters. And uh, so I'm in there showering away, you know, don't realize anyone's even still there. And then who hops in? It's, it's uh, Donald Cerrone. And he's like, the first thing he says, he's like, oh, it's uh, real friendly in here, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, I'm, like, shoulder to shoulder with, like, one of my idols, and we're both butt naked, like, you know, covered in soap suds. And I'm, like, you know, trying not to be all cheesy, like, hey, man, I, like, really look up to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, like, a really funny situation for me to, like, to meet an idol like that, you know, like, to get, like, just, like finally get some FaceTime with him, like. You know, because I watched him back when I was in, I was in high school, and you know, I was watching the WEC on TV and thinking how crazy these guys were and how awesome they were. And then, like, you know, now I'm right next to the guy in the shower. You know, bringing and, a different uh, meaning to seeing eye to eye. It's for real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one eye to one eye, yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty ridiculous, but yeah, that was pretty funny story you know that's that's the mma game it's uh full of crazy stuff like that yeah. <laughs> that's awesome i love that story though every time you tell it i crack up you know how is it uh you know as you 
are here, and there's a couple of fighters from Factory X that are going to be on some big UFC cards that are coming up. What's that like being in the gym, you know, around practice or anything like that when uh, when you have some of the big media presence there, you know, during that work time? You know, when I was here a couple of weeks ago, Matt Brown, they had an entire, you know, media crew and everything. Yeah. I know that, uh, that Lionheart, he's got a fight coming up against Rashad Evans. So there's definitely some big things going on here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because it's almost become just, like, run-of-the-mill here. Um, you know, it, it's almost, it's like once or twice a week we have, you know, camera crews, drones flying around, you know, like, it's it's all the time here. Um, you know, when Rose was training for her first fight against uh, Joanna, she was here every Tuesday morning, and every Tuesday morning there was a camera crew. Like, cameras follow her everywhere she goes, you know, but, like, yeah, just, it's it's every week that there's there's somebody shooting something or doing something, you know. It's, it's just so normal here now that we're just like, oh, who are they here for today, you know. You know, and they'll, you know, they'll tell us or they'll, you will see some UFC vet just come strolling in and jump in the cage and start punching mitts with coach or whatever, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just become regular, and uh, I like that because, you know, we're uh, as a gym, we're headed down that path to be like all of us are going to be at that high level. There's a bunch of young guys just knocking at that door, ready to to break it down. So, you know, it's just becoming more and more normal. Honestly, yeah. You know, Colorado is definitely. I feel like it's a it's a hotbed of talent right now in the MMA community, and it's that next place that's about to pop. I feel like, in a large sense, you know, you have naturally the Western, you know, the West Coast with all of their teams and camps. Albuquerque, they're known pretty well, but with Muscle Farm kind of taking their big name out of here. I feel like there's kind of a, you know, there's a couple of camps that are jockeying for a position, but you guys are definitely in line to claim in the, uh, claim in the king of the mountain. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, we've been in that line for a long time, you know, always in the mix. And, uh, you know, I feel like just the, the only difference is just we just need to, uh, you know, really start winning those big fights, you know, um, getting, getting world title shots, you know, um, you know, just taking it to that next level, and we're just so close. It it almost bugs me. It's been bugging me for years, actually. Just like I just want it so bad for these guys, and uh, I know we'll get it, but it's like I want it now. You know, I want it now because we're all working so hard, and uh, and we deserve it. You know, these the uh, the coaching here, and then the work ethic, and the culture here. And then the talent here are all just the highest level you could look for. And, uh, you know, I hear it from from vets from all over the country. You know, like they say you just can't find a gym like this that just has all those ingredients. And, uh, you know, we're, we're cooking up something really nice. You know, I can't wait to see when it's done. You know, it's going to be real good. Definitely. You know, I have to ask you the straight-up point-blank question. Will you be world champ someday? I will. You I heard guarantee. it first. You heard it right here on comments from the peanut gallery. Jordan Tony, future world champion, right here. Featherweight division. You are, you guys are on notice. If you don't know, now you know. 
Make sure that you check out any of the footage that's coming from that Paramount Contenders. Uh, is there a spot that people can follow that online, or have they? Re- I know that the main event was uh, they they launched the link yesterday. Are yeah. they doing the full card? Do you know? They did do the full card. One the guy who was on like Eric Ocasio was on the the uh, undercard, and he posted it. Um, the the rest of it. Okay. So it's up there right now. Yeah, uh, the Nine News uh, Facebook page. You can see that live stream on there. Okay, yep, so if you're out there listening, Nine News, uh, their Facebook page link, they should have the entire card from the other night. You can yeah. see Jordan absolutely killing the competition one minute into uh, one minute into that fight. It was a killer experience to be down there, you know, sitting uh, sitting at the tables, right up there up close for the fights. It, it was an awesome experience, man. I'm glad that, I, glad that I got to be there and cheering you guys on. Thanks for being there, man. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Absolutely. You know, like I say, I was telling you earlier... You guys made me look like a smart man. Yeah. We, uh, we amongst our table, did uh, did some predictions and picks. Shout out to Jordan Russell, our team logo and graphic designer here for comments from the peanut gallery, along with uh, along with my little cousin, his girlfriend, and another one of my good buddies. We uh, we did some predictions, and I went ten and twelve on the night. So shout out to all of you guys that made me look like I know what I'm doing. You know, in the fight game, I know as well as anybody, sometimes with picks, it's uh, it's a little bit of a crapshoot. Absolutely. But I just happened to look very good on that night. Yeah, good on you, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, and like I say, that's a, you know, it's just a testament to all the hard work that you guys have put in because, you know, I picked seven, you know, all seven of you guys from Factory X, and that worked out very well for me. I'm glad it did, yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you had faith with all those picks, too, because... Uh, I would have made those same seven picks for sure. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yo, I do also want to sh- throw a shout out to uh, to Bang Muay Thai and Coach Dwayne Ludwig. Had a chance to meet him and shake hands with him the other night. He was a very nice guy. So Absolutely. shout out to uh, Coach Ludwig over there as well. Yeah, always a class act. Very nice guy. And then obviously, you know, very high level coach and striker himself. So yeah, very fun to com- compete against one of his guys. Yeah, he, uh, he, one of his guys won that amateur championship, wasn't it? Was he the, uh, the um, was it the 45 amateur that was the new winner? I don't know. I can't remember what the, uh, what the name was on the fight. I think it was one of his guys. I don't know. I'll have the paper somewhere. But whatever. Escapes yeah. my head at this point. Show goes on. Yes, it does. So I do want to let everybody out there that's listening know this is the Comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. You can find us online at www.galleriesofpeanuts.com. You could also search the podcast page directly at commentsfromthepeanutgallery.buzzsprout.com. You could also search us on all social media platforms, on Facebook, at Peanut Sports, on Instagram, Comments from the Peanut Gallery, and on Twitter, at Peanut Podcast. Give us a look. Let us know what you think. Share this as much as you can. Let's help get Jordan get his name out there. Share Factory X as much as we possibly can too as well. Like I say, out there in the MMA world, this is the next big thing, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> We've got Team Dog right here in the office along with us. She's uh, she's enjoying the show as well. Jordan, so uh, with your next fight hopefully being a quick turnaround what what does that look like in terms of your training is it right back into the thick of things or is it kind of easing back or what does that look like yeah i mean coach usually typically gives us about uh you know a whole week off after our fight 
um, me being a coach and uh, like doing mid sessions and teaching class here, you know, I'll be here pretty much all week anyway in the gym. So, you know, I'll probably get some training in this week a little bit, um, and then I'll jump in full speed again with the team next week. Nice. Yeah. So not not too too much of a recovery period then. Yeah. Side. Okay. A little bit, but not nothing crazy. Not enough to make you get any bad habits or anything like no, that. Yeah, exactly. For the people out there listening, where can they find you? I'm um, on Facebook, um, you know, Jordan to Tony, Instagram at Jordan to Tony. Um, same thing, Twitter at Jordan to Tony. Find me at all those spots. Um, you know, look for the next fight coming up soon. Hopefully it'll be for LFA, which hopefully I'll get on the the main card for TV, uh, Access TV. They uh, show those on. So, uh, you know, be looking for that name, Jordan to Tony. I'll be out there and, uh, you know, I'll be making waves. So it'll it'll be hard to miss. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Make sure that you keep your eyes peeled out there for Jordan to Tony because he's coming. He's got a he's got a high high arc at this point, you know. Just watching it the other night, and granted, I'm biased. I'm biased as it gets because I've known you since we were kids. But yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and I think that you have a you have a chance to hang with anybody out there, you know. And not not that I'm a, any qualified expert or anything. I just watch a lot of fights and love love the sport. Yeah, I mean, you're qualified enough for me. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Well, perfect, man. Perfect. You know, as, as we come to a close here, is there any parting words or any final notes that you want to share out there with the people? Uh, no, I mean, again, thank you. Um, I really appreciate you uh, helping me spread the word. Um, you know, I guess to the people, I would just say love each other. It's all about love, baby. I love y'all, you guys, and uh, yeah, have a great day. Perfect. Thank you guys out there for listening. On the outro, we're going to play the single from Beyond Bridges called On My Mind. You could also find their debut EP titled On My Mind also on iTunes right now. Have a great day.
Yeah, you're all mine. 